0: 630 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at six on 630 Chad.
1: Marc-Andre Fleury makes 29 saves to shut out the Edmonton Oilers. The Vegas Golden Knights take it three nothing fourth time this season. The Oilers have been shut out. And maybe more injury troubles for the Oilers. Andreas Athanasiu left the game in the third period with a lower body injury. Edmonton's record drops to 33-23-8 on the season. Now four points back of Vegas for first in the Pacific Division. Thanks a lot for joining us. Quarter after 11, along with Rob Brown, I'm Reid Wilkins. Overtime open line presented by Heartland Ford. Quick summary of the game. The Oilers had an excellent first period. However, Koskinen gives up a bad goal. They're down one nothing. but still you're thinking, all right, they're playing not bad well it got pretty bad after that Vegas dominates the final 40 minutes uh, 16-5 the shots for Vegas in the second period they actually didn't score in the second period but then they put it away with two in the
2: third yeah the others got off to the start they wanted Uh, the thing that they weren't able to do is find a way to get the puck behind flurry whenever you play a good team and Vegas is certainly one of those you, you want to get off to a good start you want to get the lead you want to play with the lead unfortunately for the Oilers they ran into a hot goaltender and Fleury was outstanding in the first 20 minutes the first shift Leon Dreisettle's line had two great scoring chances in the first 30 seconds of the hockey game could have changed the complexion of the game they didn't score and uh, a very quiet period for, for the Oilers in their own zone and then it was uh, a, a poor shot or a poor goal against Koskinen that sent Vegas out into the lead. So the 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 Oilers at weren't rewarded for what they did in the first period. And unfortunately, that was the best period they had in the game.
1: Yeah, and the Oilers also lost the special teams battle tonight. They were 0-3 with the man advantage. Their second power play, I thought, was their best. That was in the first period when the game was still scoreless. Down a goal, they had a power play to start the third period, couldn't cash in on that. And then Vegas eventually scored a power play goal of their own. They went 1-3 for 3 with the man advantage. So it all adds up to a loss for Edmonton. And, man, you got to be... Concern now we don't know we'll see if Dave Tippett has uh, anything to say in his post-game comments which we're going to bring you. But man, worrisome about Athens, Athens.
2: See you. Yeah, at AA. We didn't see him on the ice uh, very much at all. I think they said he had one shift in the third period. Now, now this is just me guessing, but I, I'm pretty sure at one point in the game I saw him block a shot. And I'm like, oh that was that was a good block, and then that was the last we saw of him. So that's just a guess. I have no idea. But it just seems like right now the Edmonton Oilers are snake bit when it comes to injuries. I'm still gonna go with a glass half full, better now than a month and a half from now in the playoffs. But as you, uh, as we were just talking with Bob Stoffer these are still important games right now that the Oilers somehow got to find points in with some players missing out of their lineup.
1: All right, so no goals for the Oilers tonight. No donation to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous from Ascendant Financial. When the name of the game is life, there's Ascendant Financial. Visit covered alberta.ca. They do do give $25 for every Oilers goal all year to 630 Chad Santa's Anonymous. Yeah, and uh, McDavid with a brilliant rush in the first period hit the crossbar. And um, he almost scored from the side of the net. Nosik poked it away. So the Golden Knights did just enough to keep the Oilers from gaining the lead in the first period. Uh,
2: they did. Uh, I mean, Leon Dry settle broke in, came down the offside. He went off the post. Connor with a great play. He had Flurry at his mercy. He got the puck up and over Flurry. Just got it up a little bit too high. There were chances there. Um, they they didn't put it in the back of the net. And then. It's funny. The best period that Vegas had, they weren't able to score as Koskinen kept them close. It, and I know that people are going to be unhappy with the first goal, and maybe the third goal didn't get touched on its way in. But in that second period, that game could have been two, three, four, nothing for Vegas. They had that many grade A scoring chances. I think on the Sportsnet feed, there was 31 shots put on net towards net by Vegas and six by the Oilers. Great A scoring chances were 11 to two in favor of Vegas Koskinen very good in the second period and you're thinking at the end of 40 you and I are sitting here all right it's only one nothing it should be worse but it's only one nothing and the Oilers get a gift power play with a too many men on the ice penalty by Vegas to start the third you're you're like wow you know what this is the recipe for success good goaltending power play come out and score unfortunately the power play was not clicking as well tonight and Vegas were able to kill all three off on their way to the three nothing victory. So the Oilers go
1: one one and one on their three game road trip. They're one and one against the Golden Knights this season, who they will play twice in March at Rogers Place. But the Golden Knights have really come on. They've won seven in a row, and you know a four point lead atop the division is not insurmountable. But again, you start looking at the number of points teams have available to them. The Oilers have 18 games left. Uh, Vancouver has 20. Vegas with 17 games left. They certainly have the inside track on finishing first.
2: Well, they do. This was a big game. This one was for first place. Now, this is no guarantee, but as we we saw... Uh, Pete DeBoer is talking about it in his pregame he said this is a chance to put a team a little further back in the rearview mirror and, and we've been saying that all year long with the Oilers when they play teams behind them beat them it just extends the lead Vegas opens up a little bit of breathing room in, in their quest to win the division and all of a sudden the next game the Saturday games comes so important for the Oilers right now Winnipeg is on the outside looking in they're Tied for the last wild card spot, but Nashville has three games at hand, so they're on the outside. They're four points behind the Oilers. They understand the importance of Saturday's game. They can pull within two points of the Oilers in that game. Edmonton is still comfortable in a playoff spot, but after Saturday's night, if they lose to the Winnipeg Jets... All of a sudden, they're only two points from being outside the playoff line. So the Oilers got a tough stretch of games coming up. They got the home game against Winnipeg, three on the road. They need to put some wins together. Jets play tomorrow. They'll host Washington. Calgary plays Nashville tomorrow.
1: That's a big game. Calgary and Nashville are the two wild card teams. Flames with 72 points, Predators with 70. So it's tight. It's been a bit of a blow here to the Oilers over the last, uh, well, what? They only have one win in their last five games. They're 1, 2, and 2 in their last five, so only four out of a possible 10 points. You hope they get some injured players back. Cassian's coming back from suspension. It appears Yamamoto is not going to be out long-term uh, certainly the reports we had from Bob and Jack and John Shannon today maybe even Saturday we'll see and uh, we'll see about Athens you. but I mean Clefbaum uh, still out he should be back in the first or second week of March but you know with with the injuries you, you can survive them short-term they tend to catch up with you a bit after a while and Ken Holland was generally praised for the trades he made um, you know on on Monday to help increase the, the depth and that they're going to need guys healthy here to to keep pushing to clinch a spot
2: they are and i mean the big one and, and we talk about it all the time you when connor's out or when cassian or neil or whoever is out they always seem to have a guy that can fill in to help ease the pain i mean there's not going to be anyone that's going to do what connor does but you change your style when oscar Clefbaum's out That's a guy that plays 25 minutes a night. I think he's in the top five in the NHL for minutes played per game. He plays on your number one power play unit, a very important part of it. He's on your kill. He's, you're shut down defensive and you put him out against the best on the other team. When he's out of the lineup, now players are being elevated to play bigger minutes. You got Darnell Nurse averaging like 26, 27 minutes a night whenever Clef bombs out. Jones is into a top four role. So now instead of protected minutes, he's playing against the other team's, you know, second and third lines. Guys that can put the puck on the net and then a lagison is out there and, and having to play more minutes i mean the fact that he's in the nhl where he's probably a, a seventh or eighth or ninth defenseman on your depth chart so Clefbaum's bomb's injury is huge that's the guy they need back and they got to somehow survive it we've seen what has happened in the past couple of years when Clefbaum bomb is out of the lineup it's a completely different team on the back end so the others got to survive they've got to be in a playoff spot when Clefbaum bomb gets back i expect them to be but it, the, the, the the lost three points in the last two games is allowing other teams to get just a little bit closer to the Edmonton Oilers.
1: Golden Knights beat the Oilers 3-0. Here's Oilers captain Connor McDavid. I think is that, That's sort of the turning point. He made some great saves, and then they, they got going from there.
3: Yeah, he made some big saves. He's a good goaltender. Um, and I thought, uh, I, I really liked our first period. Like I said, we had lots of chances. Crossbar. Um, you know, a couple of just unfortunate breaks, so... Um that's way it goes sometimes and you know, they're a good team and they're feeling it right now. It's that's seven in a row, so um, you know, no excuses obviously but um, you know, go home for a big one on Saturday. Connor, how would you describe your play from the second period onwards? Um, you know, I thought the effort level was there. Um, just you know, they were a good team. They were, they were solid all over. Um, you know, didn't give up many chances. Um, they, is it a little frustrating or disappointing knowing that the effort level was there? It just came
2: down to either a hot goaltender or execution, and some valuable points were left on the board?
3: Um, you no, know, they, they were the better team tonight. I don't think it was just a hot goaltender. Um, like I said earlier, I liked our first period, didn't go in. Um, they found a way to get one, and, and, and they just kind of went from there. So um, they were the better team, and we'll learn from it and move on. One of the Bear nights your power play, they kind of won the special teams. You, you didn't get anything, and they got... No, they, 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 get they, one one. The, they get one. They get one on the power play. Um, that's a big goal for that's them. Yeah, it's a backbreaker. they will make it two nothing. Um, ten minutes to go. So, it's um, a big goal for them. You know, if we can come out in the third and and uh, you know, we start the third on a on a power play, if we can find a way to get one there, maybe it's a different game. So, um, our know, power play has done a great job all year. Um, they'll maybe let us down a little bit tonight.
0: Yeah, injuries piling up. It's starting to. We're we starting to see an effect here because it's showing in the record. The record's not as good, right, since the injuries came.
3: Um, yeah, I think any team when when you're going through injury trouble, um, you know, it's you, you struggle a little bit. But um, we found a way to uh, to keep our head above water for for the most part, and um you know, we'll continue to do that. So um, you know, we'll get some guys back here shortly and um, work from there. Did you see Double A get hurt, or I didn't a uh, in play or, I mean, we didn't see all of a sudden he wasn't playing. Uh, no, I I didn't see it. Um, I'm not too not too sure what it is. I'll let uh, those guys handle that. Um, you know, whatever it was, just uh, um, you know, held him out for the third period, and you know, I'm sure he'll be good to go. Flurry, really just acrobatic for you at the crossbar and yeah. your chance, hey? Yeah. I kind of just came out with a, a 2 pat stack, which I uh, haven't seen in a long time, so um, a little bit different, but, you know, he's a good goaltender, one of the best in the league, and, you know, he's been doing it for a long time, so he's seen it all, and um, he was good tonight.
1: All right, that is Connor McDavid, and no doubt about it, Flurry, very good. He's the first star. Nick Cousins scores in his Golden Knights debut as the second star. Max Pacioretty gets to 30 goals. He's the third star. Uh, Rob, do we have a fourth star for the Oilers tonight for West Point of Windermere, a private estate lot-only community just off Terwilliger Drive? Visit whiteeaglehomes.ca. Tough to pick when they get shut out.
2: Uh, yeah, we if don't we'll... have to.
1: We can decline tonight. We
2: haven't declined in a while. You know what? Let's take a night off from the start we'll, we'll of the take game. It. Because they were all equal in this game, so I don't want to just center out one.
1: All right. Oilers lose 3 0 to the Golden Knights. You'll hear from head coach Dave Tippett as we roll along this evening. Overtime open line presented by Heartland Ford. William Waggison looks to clear. A shattering check. Made sure he didn't. Theodore down low. Backhander save. Nico Koskinen with a glove hand, and he comes up large against NoSick. Koskinen, very good in the second period tonight. 16 stops. He makes 30 saves for the game, but he takes the loss. That was a save of the game for Jiffy Lube. By's wise, rise. Koskinen's record slides to 16, 13, and 2 on the season. Mike Smith is 17, 10, and 6. Uh, I would expect Smith to start Saturday, and then they have a back-to-back,
2: but probably Smith 2 out of 3 on the upcoming road trip. I would think so, And yeah. then we'll go from there. I mean, we haven't got many right when we decide who the goalies were in the games, but let's go with that one again. Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I think it would be Smith. On, uh, I mean, he's been better the last couple of months. Koskinen mm-hmm. was better about six or seven weeks before that. Uh, tough one for the Oilers. They lose 3 nothing to Vegas, uh, had a good first period. Could not score, and then uh, the Golden Knights pretty much took the game over after that. Whenever the Oilers get to five or more in a game, we turn on the Japanese Village Goal Light on 630Ched.com. A steak, succulent seafood cooked at your table. Celebrate your senses at Japanese Village. seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three 63 is how to reach us. We're looking for a finish-the-play contestant tonight. Let's go back to Las Vegas. Here's Dave Tippett.
3: Do you look at that game, Dave? And just that first period was was so good, and yet you found yeah. yourself down one after some great scoring
0: chances. Yeah, we didn't capitalize. I thought we I thought we played a real good first period. You know, we wanted to come out and get a good jump, and then uh, uh, come out of the period down one, and then uh, they put a hard push on the second period, really pinned our end, pinned us in there end for long periods of time. That uh, chasing the game, the fatigue factor came in, and uh, we just couldn't get ourselves back into it. Your rare nights too, where your special teams have killed other teams this
3: year, and they and they, you didn't get anything with yours, and they got a power.
0: Yeah, we had some chances, but we had a couple. I thought there were there were real good chances we kind of whiffed on in the first period. That, like you say, that most games those have been going in for us, and then uh, the, the PP goal against us bounced around about three times and finds its way in. There's just some nights that's the way it is, but uh, it. Uh, you know, I liked our first period, but then once we started chasing the game, you could see uh, the fatigue factor was coming in. Are the injuries starting to catch up to you? Well, no. I, I mean, we've added some new pieces, and then we lost one of them tonight too. So, so uh, uh, you know, we get we get through this trip now. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it's been a hard go here a little bit, you know, the schedule. And But we've had players play hard and we've been hanging around and we're trying to find a way to get points. But Saturday we'll get cast back and we'll, I think we'll slowly start to get some people back in here in the next uh, little bit here. So um, hopefully everybody comes back as fresh and rested and, uh, and can help the cause here. What do you have on the fantasy? Was he hurt? Yeah, yeah, he uh, left after the second period. Played, uh, tried it, started the third, per- uh, second, per- third period, and and left and didn't play again. He's got a lower body injury, so we'll was, see. Was what there a play, play or anything or that I we missed? Know. I don't know if there was a, uh, I don't know, know if it was a play. play. No. no, it's he it just had an injury that he couldn't go in the third. So injury. Er, no, I don't think it's just serious. I'm hoping not. Anyway, I haven't talked with it, but it was too sort to, of too sort to of play in the third, so we. Uh, so we took him up. Fleury saved the day in the first. I mean you could have had Fleury was three. Good. You could have yeah, Flurry was good, but some of our execution, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta execute well to score. But but Fleury played well, but uh, you know, you gotta score. That's that's uh, that's the bottom line. Doesn't matter if the goal is good or not. So uh, we didn't get it done and uh, we got it home get some rest for a couple days and get ready our one home game in seven so that's a pretty important game for us is it safe to say one of the strongest traits of that Golden Knights team is to be able to do all the little things right with speed Uh, I don't know I was watching our team more than their team tonight but you know I thought our team I thought we played well in the first and then after that we looked tired Shea line seemed to have some trouble getting out of its zone. Do they need speed at left wing? Uh, well I think they Shay's looked tired to me for a couple games here now. He's uh he's had a hard go at penalty killing and stuff, and then uh, so he's you know, we've got a couple guys that are they could use a couple days rest. So that's uh that's what we're looking at.
1: Head coach Dave Tippett, Oilers fall 3-0 in Vegas. Kirk texting in the night. He says, I can't blame Koskinen, but the first goal was bad. However, it didn't shake him. He was possessed in the second period, and the team couldn't help him rebound better. It's disappointing. The team is so inferior in front of Koskinen. Koskinen doesn't deserve the hate he gets. He fought and kept us in the race when Smith couldn't stop. A beach ball text coming in tonight from Kirk.
2: Yeah, Koskinen uh, badly. I mean, the first goal should have been saved. Second period, he probably saved three that should have gone in. That's just the way it is for a goaltender. This one isn't on Koskinen. You don't score a goal, you can't win a hockey game. Yeah, didn't help tonight. And
1: Smith has been, you know, again, Smith has been the better goaltender. Mm-hmm. Well, pretty much two months now. Yep. Um, and you know, getting... af- after the game in Pittsburgh, between the start of January, Smith... I mean, probably Smith's best game was when they beat Vegas in November. He played that one. He had a lot of off nights other than that. So Smith probably well. Smith has a better record now overall
2: for the year, slightly. And he's getting more games. I mean, Dave Tippett is going with the hot hand, and we'll see Smith again on Saturday night.
1: All right, we have uh, Brett on the line, who's going to finish the play in a second. But first, Brett, give us your comment. Oh, big
4: comment. Uh, I mean, they played well. The first period but like i said everyone looked tired there and um just couldn't get it done the others need to get some of their injured guys back in playing and that'll make a difference but you got to come up with a little bit bigger effort than that to, to get it done and uh, hey if i made the goalie nets it's a little bit bigger like i've been calling for for years maybe it's 2-2 right going into ot for another
1: loss or something instead <laughs> you want to see the bigger nets eh?
4: <laughs> you know,
1: what? I I actually would like to just see. I, I would
4: be fine with with six five games all the time, and uh, if a goalies and if a good goalies per, save percentage was eight fifty instead, uh, the games would be a little more entertaining. But that's right. just me. So
1: yeah, well, they I think they have. Well, I mean, I think that they have cracked down a bit on the goaltending equipment, and I think that's made a difference this year. It's a little more it's a little more streamlined i mean you don't see the garth snow shoulder pads anymore <laughs> but uh... no
4: no i hear you yeah but uh, yeah maybe make the maybe make the pads an inch or two uh, skinnier and uh, there's still still a ways to go in my opinion but hey.
1: All right. Appreciate that, Brett. Stay on the line here. We're going to finish the play with you. Just for playing, you get up to eight days parking at Jet Set Parking. The best price on Edmonton Airport parking. Book online at jetsetparking.com. Self-park as low as $5.98 per day with the promo code JET. The Vegas blue line. D D. Big hit on the near side. Here's McDavid to the net. And he run one off the crossbar. A big hit on the right side created opening for mcdavid cut right around theodore but wrong one off the bar all right brett here's a question we're going to ask you tonight uh, mark-andre in net for the shutout the golden knights before the deadline acquired a backup was it james reimer or robin leonard
4: that'd be p robin leonard
3: yeah.
1: absolutely stay on the line Kellen's going to put your name into the grand prize draw for one hour at Fast Track Indoor Karting, valued at 1000 bucks. Safe, adrenaline, pumping, fun, FastTrackKartingEdmerton.com. Kellen actually has a big drum back there. Puts I the see name on all a the slip time, of yeah. paper. He spins it with the crank to shake up the name. I
2: got here early yesterday, and he was in it,
1: spinning himself nice. around He's in, in it. The, the
4: drum, the drum's
1: all the issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's an oil drum, guys. It's a yeah. Kellen, Kellen likes to nap in there sometimes. They, you pl- you I mean, you played when the equipment started getting noticeably bigger, Rob.
2: Um, At the end of my career. At yeah. the beginning, it was very small. Right. <laughs> and it was awesome. You could actually see the net. <laughs> but throughout my career, I went from seeing like half a net to by the end of my career, you couldn't see any netting at all. I mean, the goalies got better and bigger, but their equipment got way bigger. And they would have cheaters. They'd have cheaters under their arms. They'd sew in extra pieces so that when they lifted their arm, there was a piece of... Um, material in there that would stop pucks between their legs. They would have longer jerseys so they could stop between their legs. Their gloves had extra pieces of equipment sewed into it to make them bigger as well. Goalies, they're always cheating. It's not our fault they couldn't (laughs) skate as kids and they had to be put in net. Oh, there we go.
1: I think that's the biggest change in the 40-some years I've been watching hockey. And there's been a lot, and certainly the game is faster, stick technology is different, all that kind of stuff. But just everything around the goaltending position a, the equipment, but if you watch you know and I, I watched games in the 80s it's, I, I, don't, I don't mean this to sound disrespectful because there were a lot of great goal thinnings, but it's almost comical the way they try to stop some of the saves. I mean, a player will take a slap shot because, because the butterfly and going down was kind of frowned on. Yep. And you'll see a player take a slap shot and the goaltender turn his foot to the side and try to time it so he, you know, kicks the puck right right when it's get there. So instead of putting your pad down where you have, what, three feet of, mm-hmm. well, maybe two and a half feet of leg to stop a shot. You're trying to use your, you know, your size nine skate to kick it out. Well,
2: it's completely different. It has. I mean, a couple of things. The goaltenders are way bigger. I mean, they used to be. You'd have a lot of short, chubby goaltenders when I played. I mean, Pat Riggin was the goalie. Yeah, the like John Garrett's a small guy. You yeah.
1: see him around when Vancouver yeah. comes to
2: town. Yeah, and they Pang, were, Darren Pang. Yeah, they were, a lot of them weren't in great shape, but they were small. Now you got goalies are all 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", and athletic. I mean, I I play with goals I don't think could do the splits, and now you got six foot six guys that when they're in their their when they're down like they're from post to post is covered and actually some of them extend past the post, so it's it's much harder to score goals nowadays. That's why they're trying to cut down on the size of the equipment.
1: Oilers lose three nothing to Vegas. You'll hear from Leon Drysaddle when we get back. Suck on 99 points overtime open line courtesy Heartland Ford. Vegas beats the Oilers. Pacioretty, Cousins, and Theodore, the goal scorers. Fleury gets the shutout. 29 saves, his fifth clean sheet of the season. The Oilers very good in the opening 20 minutes, but they could not score. McDavid hit a crossbar. Fleury made some excellent saves, and then Vegas dominated. After that, Koskinen kept the Oilers in it in the second period, but then two goals in the third for the Golden Knights. To put it away, they're doing well. They have won seven straight. They're first in the Pacific Division. Rob, the updated standings now. Vegas, 78 points. Vancouver and Edmonton both with 74, but Vancouver gets placed second because they have two games in hand on the Oilers. They
2: have two games at hand, but they're in a little bit of trouble right now, the Vancouver Canucks. Their star goal scorer, Besser, is out for another eight weeks at least. I mean, he is their true blue proven goal scorer. And then their goal st- goaltender Markstrom, who was having Vezina type season for the Vancouver Canucks, he won't be reevaluated for another two weeks. So they're missing their top goal scorer, they're missing their number one goaltender in a playoff push. They have a good team, but it's going to be tough to overcome those kind of losses.
1: Calgary and Nashville are the wild card teams. I mentioned they play tomorrow. Calgary has 72 points, so they want to get up into the top three in the Pacific, so you don't have to worry about the wild card. Nashville and Winnipeg both have 70. Arizona has 70. Nashville has the advantage three games in hand on Winnipeg and uh, four on Arizona. You know, I know Minnesota, they're only three points out with 67 points, but. They'd have to go on a pretty big run, and they and they would need. Okay, so say Arizona drops off the map and does terrible, and I, I, mean,
2: I believe that I think I think Arizona's Arizona done. Will, will fall yeah.
1: out, and but then Minnesota. I mean Minnesota kind of needs two teams, not just to play average, to play below average or, or poor. That's that's the
2: tough. It, part it's tough. I mean we we've seen it a number of times in, in the last couple of years here when fans think okay we just need that one push, but you need that one push, but then you need numerous teams. To, to, to have epic failures, I don't believe that Minnesota has a chance. I think right now it's it's Nashville, Winnipeg, Calgary all fighting for those two spots. And Vancouver and, and, and Edmonton, Vancouver and Edmonton too, yeah. ha, are, are still pretty close in there. The biggest the, Nashville's got the best shot at it but just because of the number of games they have in hand.
1: Yeah, f- for the wild card, I mean, this yes. thing Nashville in the division is 10 behind Dallas. Yeah, they're not... So, I mean, no, the that top, division's done. The top done. three in the Central... No, Nashville's done. a wild card team. Vegas is is very safe right now. Well, I mean, Vancouver does have three games in
2: hand on Vegas. Yep, yeah, they do, but the problem is Vancouver's missing best and marks. Right, yeah.
1: So Edmonton... I mean, Edmonton is not as in a great a situation as they were a week ago, um, but still, at this time of year, it's still better to have the spot to, than not to have
2: it. It is true, but what's going to happen tomorrow night, Nashville and or Calgary are going to pick up points Somebody on the others. Point.
1: Somebody's winning. Someone's you just winning. Hope there's not overtime. Yeah, you to don't understand. want to promote
2: overtime, but uh, that is a huge game, Nashville and Calgary. That'll be fun to watch because of the importance of it. Scoreboard tonight is
1: courtesy of Edmonton Trailer. Looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers? Head to edmontontrailer.com. Quiet night in the NHL. The LA Kings, bit of an upset here, Rob. 2-1 over the Pittsburgh Penguins. Just showing anything can happen on any given night. And the Avalanche beat the Sabers 3-2.
2: The Avalanche continue to, to motor on. That's a team that I mean, the Oilers have a ton of injuries. Colorado's gone through a number of injuries as well. They're missing both Kadri and Rantanen right now, two top players for them. And they just keep finding a way. They are a good hockey club. They are just, but they are in a very tough division. It's going to be a, a war to get out of that division to see who plays the winner of the Pacific.
1: All right, let's go back to Vegas. Here's Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, if Flurry had played a little
4: differently or if it had been a couple <coughs> inches over, is that something you can kind of take solace from despite the score?
3: Yeah, I think other than the second period, um, you know, we played a pretty solid game. Um, created chances, uh, probably created enough to win the game. Um, just Yeah, couldn't beat him. He made some good saves tonight and, um, yeah, can move on. You see these guys two more times in March. That that Carlson line you saw a lot tonight, what's, what's
2: the challenge playing against them? What do they, what do, they do well? <laughs>
3: I don't know good, yeah,
2: good good players,
3: team. just like any other line, yeah' this is the special teams. you won so many games on your special teams, but tonight yeah we needed a power start. play goal, yeah uh we had enough chances again to to score, uh especially the first two, power plays, but um uh, yeah, we
0: couldn't couldn't get one over the line. Yeah, the rare night, you guys have only been shut out a few times this year. It's it's a, uh, You've won games with less chances, I think, uh, yeah. likely. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, those nights happen. I
3: mean, uh, you know, other than the second period, I thought we we played a solid game. We created chances. Um, but, you know, nights like that, they they happen once in a while. And it's just, um, you know, like you said, we've probably won a lot of games this year where we created a lot less than, than tonight.
1: All right, that's Leon Dreisaitl. His next point will be number 100 on the season, but no oiler gets a point this evening in a 3 nothing loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. We have Jared on line one. Go ahead, Jared.
4: Hi, guys. Uh, you can't win them all with a, whatever. We'll see what happens when we get healthy. But, uh, okay, so we got Nuge, A.A. Uh, and Ennis on the left side in the top three, Cass, Yamo, Archibald, so James Neal is going to be fighting for a fourth line spot when he comes back with Nygaard, Kyra. I know he plays right, so Chase on, like uh, Holland with Yamo coming in too, and the two new additions. He's really at it, and all three of these guys can fly when they skate. Like I just, I, I just can't believe what he did. I know they got a mesh, but, but when we're healthy, our top three lines are wow. They're fast
2: yeah they are that's what uh, ken holland talked about in the summer and he brought in players that could skate he went out at the deadline brought in players that can skate it's a different league nowadays than it was you know 10 15 years ago uh, you need speed to play the game's played at a very quick pace but you need guys not only that can move their feet fast but can think fast and i think one of the players i i liked his game again tonight was ennis i thought he played well stood out created some chances set connor up back door he wasn't able to finish but yeah the, there's going to be healthy competition when everyone is healthy the the, the big word there is when and it doesn't i mean double-A gets hurt tonight uh, they still have a number of guys that are, are a little ways away things can happen between now and then but if the Oilers ever do get healthy they do have some depth and that's something they haven't had in a long long time
4: thanks joe we least we got cast
2: yeah, Cassian will be back Saturday. And I would imagine he's going to want to put uh, an imprint on a game when he gets back in the lineup. I think he understands how he's left this team shorthanded for seven games. He's got to be a positive impact on that game.
1: That'll be our adjustment of the game for the Alberta College and Association of Chiropractors. If it hurts, see a chiropractor. Visit albertachiro.com. You'll still hear from Ethan Baer as the Oilers fall 3-zip in Vegas. Overtime open line, courtesy Hartland Ford. Winnipeg, Minnesota, Arizona, and now Vegas, the teams that have shut out the Oilers this season. One of the odd stats of the year. The Oilers are 0-3-1 in those games because they got a point in Winnipeg <laughs> earlier in this kind season. Of funny, yeah. It was the, the double shutout for the goalies, and then Winnipeg beat Edmonton in a in a shootout. So, uh, again, Athens-C.U. left the game with a lower body injury. Tippett didn't give a lot more information, so hopefully it's nothing serious. Cassian's coming back. Uh, it, it appears Yamamoto's ankle issue isn't uh, isn't too serious and maybe he's back I'll put a really big big maybe on, on Saturday but who knows maybe on the road trip next week. That's well, good.
2: I mean they miss Yamamoto They, they, just... they do, they miss him um, his energy, his excitement and obviously the touch he has in the offensive zone, the tenacity. The fact that he skated today uh, is a very positive sign uh, Hopefully he is back sooner than later because the others could use a little boost right now
1: all right let's go back to vegas here's ethan bear it was getting off to a good start looks like you guys got that but how would you categorize this area as a game from second period onwards
5: uh, i mean like yeah like we had a lot of energy into the first and you know we we played a lot of hockey so i think our you know they came flying out in the in the second and you know we just couldn't we couldn't really get much momentum there they're they're a fast team but um like i said we just gotta in games like this play smart and they you know manage our energy See, that's your point. They're known for their speed. Um, are there are there teams in this division with a faster 4-check than that? And how do you how do you handle it? I mean, uh, yeah, like they they do a, for, a good four check, You say there are a lot of, a lot of fast players out there. Um, you know, I think they're just right on top of us from their D to their fours. They didn't give us much room or, or much space. So, um, you know, you know, hats off to them. They played a good game, and you know, we just need to, you uh, like said, just take care of our energy and play smart in those situations. Kind of a playoff type game, feverish pitch at both ends, yeah. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, yeah well, like so I guess it, see that in the playoffs, yeah. It? You know, I mean, like from now on, all of them are pretty much playoff games yeah. like this. The you know the, the the division and the conference is so tight right now. You know, we can't really give up these points. And you know, it, it was a hard 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 fought game. Everyone really, I feel like they emptied the tanks, and you know, it, we just couldn't get one.
1: All right, that is Ethan Bear. Mark Andre Fleury shuts out Bear and the Oilers tonight. 3-0 is the final. Get more on 630chet.com or globalnews.ca. Bob Stoffer has Oilers Now from noon to two tomorrow. I will have Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Thanks to Kellen Kennedy, our studio producer this evening. Oilers Hockey presented by World of Spas. Overtime open line is for Heartland Ford. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins, our next broadcast. Saturday night, 6.30 face-off show game at 8 as the Oilers take on the Jets. Have a great night. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.